do this. Let's do this. You can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. Who they? DJ Monk, Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Now, before we get to the shits, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Killer, you have finished Ozark the first half of season four, correct? Seven up, seven down, baby. I have finished the first half of Ozark season four. There's a loose end out here, and he's shaking his head. <laughs> hey, Dizzle, where are you at with Ozark? Because I this tried. is a big topic on the pod. This is a big topic on the pod. So where are you at? I tried so hard. That's why I had to like push it back 15 minutes. I was up late as, late as fuck trying to catch them all in, bro. I couldn't do it. I'm, uh, <laughs> I think I got two episodes left. <laughs> Okay. I was up late trying to like, I'm like, damn, bro, I'm not about that. I don't even know what's going on no more. I'm over here falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, well, fuck it. Let's let let's let Killer have his let's let Killer have his moment. Let's let Killer have his moment. The Cincinnati Bengals have officially advanced to the AFC Championship game. They will take on the winner of the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs winner. That game is tonight. Mm. Killer, how are you feeling? Two wins in the playoffs by Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. A1 kicking by your rookie kicker. Big plays being made by your rookie receiver, Jamar Chase. Big plays being made by the defense. They go to Nashville. They come back with the dub. Killer, how you feeling? I appreciate the intro. I am feeling good. You see, I got two hats on. Every time we get another win, another hat. So, <laughs> so, so, so get, so get ready. Um, I uh, had the weekend off. Uh, went ahead and tried something new. Hit, had a Uber Eats coupon. Hit the email for twenty dollars off. Oh. Or some some cosmic wings out of Huber Heights, Ohio. Had some wings delivered to the crib. Went and got a six packs of Mike Hart lemonades for me and the wife to kick back, top off the tequila with, <laughs> and uh, just enjoyed the game. And even though we gave up nine sacks, offensive line looked like shit. Yeah. Um, we kept making the bigger play. Um, from from the uh, and, and we had some chips fall our way, and, and that's and that's playoff football because yeah. I remember. I want to say it was sack two of nine that Tennessee had against us was uh, erased by a delay of game that allowed us to have a third and 16. We got a chunk of that back. That led to our first field goal of the game. Or, yeah, first yeah. field goal of the game. So so just those little breaks. Um, having a drafting a kicker in the fifth round uh, paid off dearly this week. Uh, the he only was, kicker uh, to be drafted last year the only kicker yeah. to be drafted last year and he's making big time kicks not only in the regular season but now in the playoffs yeah man that it, it it's it does feel good to know you got a kicker that's with the shits you know our our kicker throughout the season has been pretty solid i don't think he has maybe one miss or a couple misses not that many but uh been pretty solid throughout um it was just a good game and i I, I was uh I was happy with the outcome. Obviously, I was uh I, I was a little nervous. Um, drinks was flowing heavy. Mm. I was getting calls from everybody like y'all gonna do it, y'all gonna do it. 
I would have called them timeouts in the fourth quarter when the game was running dead. I would have called them timeouts. But once, once we got that interception, bro, with 20 seconds left, I literally said, come on, LSU. I needed, I needed one LSU connect to get us into field goal range. And uh, Chase had a nice route, um, broke out, shaped him a little wiggle to the to the outside. And uh, once we did field goal range, bro, I, I just was like, we're about to do this shit. And uh, we there. We in the, the motherfucking – shouts to the kicker. We in the AFC championship game, nigga. I, I, I'm hyped. I'm drinking out <laughs> 10 in the morning. I don't give a shit. So my question is, who you want? I mean, you already beat the Chiefs earlier this season. Yeah. But do you want the Chiefs again? Do you want a rematch with the Chiefs? Either way, you're going on the road. Do you want the Chiefs or do you want Buffalo to win? I mean, it's going to be a tough game either way. Who would you prefer playing? Uh, Me personally, just for uh, the DraftKings of it all, would definitely be the Chiefs. Um, Because uh, we're going to be underdogs no matter who we play. We're going to be on the road. No one's going to expect us to even have a shot because we shouldn't be there or some form of some form of that will come out this week. So it don't really matter. All I really want is just for us to go out guns ablaze and like don't don't change nothing we've been doing. I like how everything, you know, we didn't have. a Great. I mean, Burrow threw 300 plus yards. You know, we didn't have a, a, a scoring we had a great 20-yard 20, 20 to 20-yard line game. Like, mm-hmm. we wasn't getting within the, the the red zone and getting points, per se. But, I mean, to managing the game, hey, hey, Burrow's doing that. So, as long as we give ourselves a chance and not shoot ourselves in the foot, we've had some games where the offense looks stale and not doing nothing. As long as we, we, we go out guns a-blazing, hey, man, we got to – hey, I'm telling you now, let this tax money hit before I get to uh, Super Bowl week. I'm going to L.A. Uh-oh. I'm Uh-oh. telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Let us get a chance to go to the chip. But I'm I'm, I'm excited, Ooh. man. We got, Sunday football couldn't feel better knowing your team already got a spot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get to watch who you're playing against. Uh, you know, not trying to wish no bow nobody, but injuries happen. Things can things can get crazy. So you never know. You know what could happen for uh, either team. You know, going into championship game. So. It's just a, it's just, a, it's just dope to have your squad be there. So I'm two hat killer all week. Two hat killer, Dizzle. What was your perspective of the game? Shit, it's like I ain't got no teams. So this is the beauty of not having a team. Is every game you watch, you can just jump on somebody and then you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we rooting for them. So I'm rooting for the Bengals, man. I've been um. I fuck with Jamar Chase. I've, I've been kind of following him since LSU and um, the fact that they was dogging this nigga in the preseason for all the drops. And this nigga turned out to have one of the best rookie wide receiving years, you know, in history. So shout out to them. Shout out to the kicker with all the swag. I think I saw a quote that was like, uh, like when they got it in the field goal range and they, you know, they knew they was going for the kick. Before he ran out there, he told Joe Burrow, look like we're going to the, what is it, AFC championship game. So, shout outs to him. I think he's like a trick shot kicker, too. So, before he yeah. was in the NFL, he got some, like, impressive shit on his Instagram where he, like, kicking a super far field goal, knocking the bottle cap off of a bottle. Like, he's doing some shit. 
But this is like it's playoff football, man, because it wasn't a high scoring game in either game. It was no. stop after mm-hmm. stop. I think there was only about a touchdown apiece for each team, rest field goals. But uh, yeah, good football, good football. Hopefully, it's some good games today. I Tennessee mean, you talked had, about. Go ahead, go ahead. I about I about to say real quick. Tennessee had nine sacks, franchise Ooh. record. You know they was tearing us up, but we had three interceptions that meant a lot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. Those those three interceptions. The first one of the game just put that put that sauce on it to where I mean, literally the first offensive play for Tennessee, we get the we get the pick. They already put us on on top of the spectrum because we already got the ball second half. So it's like. Just manage each quarter. That's all I kept saying is win each quarter, and we either tied or won each quarter. So worked out. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Ryan Tannehill interceptions, man. Like, see, people going to look at the sacks that Joe Burrow took, but that's managing the game. Like, knowing when to throw it away and knowing when just to eat it. Like, man, forget mm-hmm. it. I'm going to just take the sack. You're not going to do something crazy that Kyler Murray did. On Monday Night mm-hmm. Football, through a Scott Hook interception, and shit. <laughs> like this nigga Tannehill throwing in a uh, double coverage, shit getting tipped up, getting picked off. Just take the second punt, man. Like sometimes those are the better plays. I mean, we seen Tom Brady do it time in and time again. Just eat the sack and our next play, because the worst thing you can do is turn the ball over to get the other team another opportunity. And I mean, I'm not gonna front, man. When Tennessee had the ball on that last drive, I was like, man, they're milking the clock. All they need is like 10 more yards, and they go kick that field goal. And it was about to mm-hmm. be deuces. And for some strange reason, Tannehill decided to throw it to like the fourth receiver on the team. Like, you got Julio Jones, you got AJ Brown, and you try to force it in there, mm-hmm. bat it up in the air. Logan Wilson interception. 20 yards later. Field goal, game time's like, damn, and my phone exploded from all the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals fans. Y'all motherfuckers coming out the woodwork. Y'all been quiet for a couple years. The only Cincinnati Bengals fans that I've been hearing from during the downward sp- spiral for y'all is you, killer. Uh, Appreciate my, that. Appreciate my bro- that. My brother, Peanut, down in Houston, Texas, and my two big bros down in Houston, Texas, Mike Wilson and Jimmy. Like, them the only Bengals fans I've been hearing from even when y'all been bad. So to hear all these Cincinnati Bengals fans, like my cousin D, who ain't said nothing about the Bengals since the Boomer Esiason days, to hear him <laughs> jumping out the woodwork, I'm just like, man, that's big cap. You ain't riding with them when they was trash. Don't ride with them now. But y'all here now. Y'all in the AFC chip game, man. Congrats. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And just and just to think that the stars could align for a 49ers Bengals rematch. Ooh, that would just be that would just be too much sauce. So, you know, first time since 88, you know, we we excited to be there, you know. So was the you wasn't alive in 88, was you? I was not. What's So what's the significance of the Bengals? <laughs> what's the significance of the Bengals Niners? I wasn't even thought of. My brother was, my older brother was just being born. Yeah. So... <laughs> The uh, the last time that the uh, Bengals made it to the AFC Championship game, they played against the 49ers. And I want to say, I'm trying to remember the score. I'm trying to look it up real fast. But I remember uh, that was the, the replay you've seen over and over and time and time again on highlights of Mr. Joe Montana and the 49er like, like, uh, hoopla about the 80s. When he throw the when he throw the touchdown in the back of the end zone and tight end catch it, 
kind of like up in the air catch it. It's the highlight you've seen time and time again. Yeah. That was that that was uh to take us out of the lead and uh, end our hopes of going to the chip. Yeah, oh, man, God. like that that Super Bowl that you talking about, Killer. I remember that Montana hit John Taylor in the back of the end zone for the game winner, and because the Bengals was winning that game, uh, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken, and. Like, they always talk about it, like, John Candy, you can see him, like, in the end zone and everything like that. So, in other words, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sorry, that, that, was the, the, that was the actual game, because they played, I think, the, the Bills, I want to say, uh, in the championship game. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, you talked yeah. about it, San Francisco. San Francisco, last night, goes into Green Bay and beats the Packers. Beats the Packers without scoring an offensive touchdown. You get you get Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. First drive of the game. Boop, right down the field. Touchdown. They mm -hmm. get it again right before the end of the half. Big play. Set up a field goal. Block field goal. Seven to nothing going into halftime. San Francisco eventually gets a field goal. Then in the fourth quarter. Not in the fourth quarter. We're talking late in the fourth quarter. We're talking like six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Sam Fram blocks the punt, returns it for a touchdown. We tied at 10 all. Wait Packers. a second, though. Wait a yeah. second, bro. That fucking that clip is so hilarious when he blocks it. Don't nobody know where the ball at, bro. Everybody just <laughs> everybody's standing around. Don't nobody ain't nobody looking up. They just kind of <laughs> running and just stop and then the ball dropping, and everybody just swarmed that mud, bro. Yeah, yeah nobody on <laughs> Nobody on that field had ever played basketball before and caught a rebound. They were straight football <laughs> players because yeah. they all had wide stances and head shakes left and right, but no one had the <laughs> thought to look up to see if the ball maybe went up in the air, even the guy that hit the ball skyward. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, mm -hmm. man. Scoop and score. Packers get the ball back, and what happens when the Packers get the ball back? It starts snowing. And the receivers start slipping. They can't move the ball. They punt it to the Niners. The Niners say, we're not passing it. We're going to run it. So they run it basically into field goal, range, kick it with zeros on the clock. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers go out. The Packers are out. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Immunize himself, is out <laughs> of the playoff. Career potentially over. Leaving the Packers potentially Devontae Adams potentially going to the Raiders to join his best friend, Derek Carr. It's so much going on. But the moral of the story is football is a team game. But you know what they're going to say? They're going to say Jimmy Garoppolo beat Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't put up no fucking points. The special teams put up 13 points. But nonetheless, the 49ers won the game. The Packers are done. Mm -hmm. Both number one seeds go down. At home. That, at home. Mm. Mm. Now, I don't know Jimmy Garoppolo's stats, but he was never a top or even a mid-tier quarterback. What's he doing winning these uh, playoff games? Uh, apparently, Garopp the uh, special teams blocking field goals and punts and returning for touchdowns. <laughs> Garoppolo never been a true star, but he know how to manage a game. So, Man. Killer, what's the uh, what's the what's what you dropping on the Super Bowl tickets, bro? Because I got them pulled up here, and it's not light, man. It's looking not 
And I, I think I looked. I think the lightest I saw was like eight racks. Woo! Okay. I see seven racks, but after uh, taxes and fees, it's going <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't forget about the nah. flight, the Airbnb, the mm. rental car. I would just want to be either in the atmosphere or in Cincinnati. I'll be in one of two places. <laughs> You'll be in but, Cincinnati, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, there's tickets. Sheesh. Yeah, they're not light at all, but, man, it, it's... It's crazy that my team is really in the final four. We're really in the final four. Shit. Uh, it's crazy. So it's crazy. Got, it's about we, time. We got two games today. We got the Rams at the Bucks. Who you got? And four seat Rams at five seat. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Four seat Rams at two seat Bucks. Um. I think Odell has a big game, man. Odell been balling out. Um, Cup gets a lot of the attention. He leading the league in every stat that you care about for a receiver, it seems like. But um, OBJ came over there and uh, shown that he wasn't the problem. Uh, he he hasn't uh, he hasn't he has had I think six touchdowns on my red and been been balling out. So I think the Rams pull this off. Um, I think Brady and uh, company just don't have enough to get over the hump. I really don't want to see Brady back in the chip. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm going thirty one twenty seven Rams. Mm. What about you, Dizzle? I'm going for the Rams. I'm not oh. going to act like I know if they're going to win because you can't <laughs> never bet against Brady. And, like, whatever the situation is, if you got Brady at quarterback, you got a chance at winning. Winning it all, really. Um, but, nah, man, I'm trying to see Odell thrive. I'm trying to see that nigga get into the Super Bowl. Like you said, have a big, meaningful game. Yeah, man, so I'm going for the, I'm going for the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win as well, so that means that the Buccaneers are going to win since all three of us going with the same. <laughs> that's that, how that works. Ain't that how that shit Brady, go? But, Brady throws for 500. Right. Uh, but I got the Rams winning 24-17. 24-17. I got the Rams winning. Bills at the Chiefs tonight. Tonight. Numbers, number three seat Bills at number two seat Chiefs. We know this is going with the black quarterback. We know that. We know that already. Yep. <laughs> that should be a, that should be a very exciting game because if that shit was reversed, it would be like negative twenty right now in Buffalo. They get hit with a monster storm up there. It's cold and snowy and nasty. So I'm excited that shit's in Kansas City. They get a little weather, but nothing crazy. Um, I think this game is a full blown shootout. Um. I think it is over 55 points scored in this game. Mm. Um, but I, but ultimately, I think the Chiefs defend home court and win this game 41 to 33. Mm. You got a score prediction, Dizzle? I'm going to keep it low. It's been low scoring games these last few games, man. I'm going to go 17 uh, 21. Mm. That, that's I figure that's that's kind of low for the Chiefs and Bills. That's very low for them. They're high potent teams. I'm going on the other side. I got the Buffalo Bills winning this matchup. I think Buffalo has a better defense than the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs' offense is crazy. I know Mahomes is crazy, but 
Josh Allen ain't nothing to be messed with neither. Josh Allen probably the, the second most athletic quarterback in the league. He got wheels. He's big. He's strong, and he can throw that rock. I'm going with Buffalo, thirty-five, Chiefs thirty-one. Mm. This is like the most football I've watched probably over the last maybe three, four, five years. And I've noticed that the window to win is so much smaller than the NBA, man. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. If the, I'm thinking if the Chiefs don't win this year, who's to say? Because some of their contracts going up or they, they already locked in Tyreek, Travis Kelsey. Tyreek shit is coming up. Like he going to want to renegotiate. Yep. Uh, but they just yep. paid Mahomes half a billion dollars or some shit like that. So that contract kicks in next year. So, you know, when you're in a salary cap business, if you pay in your quarterback or your wide receiver, that means you can't pay Travis Kelsey, your big time tight end or any of your defensive playmakers. So or revamp yeah. O line because yeah. that, that was the reason why they lost other years. Yeah, they, they couldn't paid protect Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, the windows, you're right. The windows are small in the NFL. So that's why it's so important. To go ahead and get that Super Bowl while you can. And I'm looking at the Ravens. Yep. Ravens didn't make it this year. What they gonna do next year to you know revamp their roster, get some more weapons? Or they was just hurt. They was it was hurt this year yeah. for the most part. Um, but nah, man, that window is is. And then we got the Rams. Rams is about to man. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> it's like I said, this, this is the most. I've ever... You look cold, brother. You look cold. <laughs> Man, my wife had it at 60 degrees in here, bro, and it, it had it cold. Jesus. What's the yeah. occasion? <laughs> well, our heat is, like, next level. So when the heat is on, it's hot, boy. Like, I can't – and I can't sleep uh, and be sweating. So we turn it down while we sleep. But now that I'm up, nigga, it's cold. <laughs> 68, 60, 68 is too much? 69? That's that, – that's, it's at 68 60? right now, but it, yeah, we, we put it down to like 63 to 60 Ooh. at night when we sleep. Oh man, Ooh, good good cuddles, man. We be under the cover, bro. It'd be nice. I'm not I'm not a cuddler, man. Stay on your side of the bed. I stay on my <laughs> side of the bed. <laughs> I can't sleep like that. I'm tired. Let me sleep. But no, we keep our yeah. shit locked at 70, 70, 70 during the day, yeah, 70 should. during the night. That's hot as hell in this house. <laughs> so look, I got a question. I know we 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 on football, but we had a little Ozark talk. Can we at least talk about what Dizzle has been up to? Because Ozark has been fire. Yeah. So so, so Dizzle, you lead the conversation on Ozark because we don't want to have it. We don't want to spoil anything for you. So you lead the conversation. Yeah. Tell us where you feel safe going. Spoiler alert! Spoiler. So, alert. I was about to say we're yes. gonna do this. Ozark came out what Friday, so we gave a spoiler alert. They can pause. <laughs> we'll, we'll let we'll let them know when we're done. <laughs> I might be able to give a recap of the first four episodes. That last Look, one, like I said, I was going back and out of so sleep. I got it. I got it pulled up for us. So episode four, it says Wendy claims about Ben's anger. Ruth, Mel, and PJ track down Wendy's father. Ruth tripped to the Missouri Bell, and Carrie doesn't go as planned. So they were kind of in that space of the episodes where... You don't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to... He, who, this was... <laughs> who is Carrie? <laughs> I'm 
I'm not good with names, bruh. <laughs> now, so far, I, and I'll say this, so far, just from re-watching it into watching it, um, it's not a lot of action in this one. It's not a lot of action. It's uh, I feel like they really trying to get the storyline together to close it properly. And I'm curious to see how it's gonna happen. But uh, they have introduced what I would call the new Tariq in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> What's his little nigga name? Jonah? Jonah. I, I, I uppercut that nigga right now if I seen him in the street. <laughs> Y'all not fucking with Jonah, huh? Right now, he is the annoying character. I'm fucked. <laughs> and he's at that, is he's at that age where he's no longer a child actor. He's, you know, voice deepened up. <laughs> look a little awkward. He's still skinny mini. Like, he's at the age where you can definitely uppercut that dude. <laughs> I'm loving this season. I love the character development. I love how they basically just dropped the new character on our laps and Javi. And... We felt like he's been here the whole time. Like, I love that about him. I love how we getting introduced to, to characters that we already knew, but we getting more backstory on them. I'm loving that, and I'm loving how we getting deeper into Wendy's psychology of how she's thinking, and I love the back and forth, man. But you're right. There's not action in this series like that. Like, there's episodes where some action happens, but this is all character stuff. This is all intense mm -hmm. character stuff. And when uh, a certain moment happens that you'll get too dizzle, you're going to be like, you're going to be blowing up the, 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 the chat. You're going to blow up <laughs> yeah. multiple That's times. That's what I was getting ready to say. You definitely going to blow it up. After, after dizzle's analysis and hearing that, I totally agree up to where you are. Now, things are going to happen that I think give a good lead up to the back seven episodes that are coming. So it's it's not it's not a thing to where this turns into season two of the wire and it's just one of those one of those seasons that kind of just people don't like. I think the build up is perfect and it puts us in a great a great spot to head to the to the back seven episodes because from what we know about Ozark, this is it, right? As far yeah, as this, the, it, this it. So so knowing that the show is about to be over, me and Kev knowing where the first half went, you know what I'm saying? It's it's exciting. So don't be don't be discouraged where you are. Uh, knock out these two episodes before football. I'll, I'll hear from you about two o'clock today, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, we'll reconvene next week with the with, with the leading up until. Do we know when the next seven is being released? They said spring. The showrunner for the show said sometime in the spring. So, oh, so in a, a few a few months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They ain't gonna make us wait. They ain't gonna make us wait so, like that. So that'll give me time to rewatch this seven again because I flew through it so fast, knowing that I wanted to be ready for this moment. <laughs> and uh, there was a few a, a few things that I just want to rewatch, knowing where we at in the show. So. So it, it's it's not gonna be bad to rewatch. Um, I got I got a lot of TV out, um, but yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm super super excited for the back seven dizzle. So you you're you're right where you need to be, but uh, buckle up. Facts. Yeah. So my question to y'all, man, out of everybody that y'all know that watches this show, about how many people are done? How many people are already 
caught up? And how many people do you know are still kind of just like taking their time with it? Everybody that I know that watches the show are binging the show. I don't think there's anybody that's taking it day by day. I think they're trying to watch as many episodes as fast as they can. Uh, I think y'all two are the only ones I know that are actually done with the season. Like I said, it literally just <laughs> dropped. What's today? Today don't even count. It's the morning. So y'all had Friday and Saturday, and y'all was done. What Friday? Right? Uh, I, I finished Saturday <laughs> at two o'clock. PM. I came home. Yeah, yeah. I came home Friday. I came home Friday and spent about an hour working on. I got some events coming up, some 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 gigs. So working on music and literally had the epiphany like, oh shit, Ozark on. That shit stopped immediately. I knocked out like three three episodes Friday night. Fell asleep, woke up on my early shit and knocked out the other probably two or three. And then I watched uh, seven. I timed it till I watched seven right before football. So. I watched the final episode of the first half right before the game. So for me, I got to the station super early uh, on Friday. So I get to the station, doing some work and shit, everything like that. Justin gets there probably about, I don't know, 11. He has watched six of the seven episodes already. Damn. By 11 a.m. The shit came out. Early. shit (laughs) came out at... 3 a.m. Because it comes out at midnight West Coast time. So it came out. So he said he got up at 4.30 and started watching it. And he said he had wanted to finish everything before he got to work that day. I was like, you got a problem, bro. Ain't no way. I wouldn't remember remember nothing. (laughs) It was seven hours. Seven hours. Seven hours. Now, that's a bit much for me. So for me, after working everything on Friday, we got some pizza. We watched three episodes. And then uh, Saturday morning, we watched, say, we watched, I think we watched two episodes by noon, turned on the Syracuse-Duke game. They were getting blown out, so then we just watched (laughs) the last two episodes and said, fuck it, well, no need to watch a blowout, might as well enjoy ourselves. And we cranked out the last two episodes, and it was definitely well worth it. Uh, When I turned on season four, my brother was already four episodes in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like, how are you four episodes in and you live in Vegas? As like, that's, <laughs> hey, man. And then he hit me up, probably like, <laughs> as I was about to start the last two episodes, he finished the very last episode. He's like, call me when you're done. <laughs> that's all he said. Right. Call me when you're done. <laughs> we got to talk. And uh, we had a right. nice conversation about it. It's, it's a great it's great TV, and like you said last week, Dizzle, I'm with you. I love series that have an end date. They know where they want to go. They know where they want to take the story. They're not stretching it out all super long just to keep people around. They know how they want to end it. So, yes, I'm with you 100% on that, and and they're, they're doing a real good job. And one now just a little switching topic. One thing that I can sense from y'all, y'all ain't watched Power Episode 8 yet, have you? I've watched it. (laughs) Y'all don't be playing. Some some people go to church on Sunday mornings. I watch Power. (laughs) I have not seen it yet. That's on the list. (laughs) That should be right after. 
games don't start till three o'clock. Dizzle, you good? You got plenty of time, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm up now. I'm gonna give me some coffee. You know what I'm saying? I got Ozark on the next tab right here, <laughs> and then I'm gonna get power going on the other tab. We'll be hearing from you all evening. I wouldn't recommend watching them both at the same time. <laughs> no, uh, it gets wild. It gets wild. Uh, <laughs> so here's another stuff about TV shows. So shout out to my brother AP, yo. Uh, he just started the first season of Euphoria Dizzle. And, uh, <laughs> did, you, did you give him the warning? Yes, yes. I okay. told him, buckle up. And he was like, you were right. There's a lot of that going on on here. And he was like, man, I'm glad I ain't got daughters. <laughs> See, I ain't yeah. watching it now. Basically, the heads up. Yeah. <laughs> and that come out later tonight. Man, it's a good time for TV. I forgot hey, about that. It's, hey, there's a lot of shitty parts about living in the Midwest. But a good part about living in the Midwest, when the weather turns shitty, you can just sit in the house and watch TV. Because I can't imagine living in a place like San Diego or Miami and being invested in TV. Like, it's just so much stuff to do outside. The weather's so good. I wouldn't yeah. care nothing on TV. So people yeah. down there, you got your great weather, which I probably would prefer. <laughs> but they ain't hip to all this good-ass TV that's out here right now. Right. Yeah. So did y'all do anything this week? Because I didn't do anything at all this week besides go to work. Nothing in my life happened this week besides work. Um, not not really. Uh, we got this puppy is growing fast, man. I got my wife a puppy for her birthday earlier in the month, and that nigga is active. He a Rottweiler, mm-hmm. and um, he bit he chewed up my headphones the other day. Um, we we trying to potty train him. We trying to have him, cause our dogs are smart. I ain't gonna act like they not. We done taught my pit bull how to like bring us bottled waters at one point. Like we could say, go get us a water, and then she'll run to the little case of water, grab one in her mouth, and then bring it to us. So she was on that. And now <laughs> we we've taught them how to use these talk buttons. Like they got these little colorful buttons. They press one, and one of them say, give us a treat. And the other one will be like, take us on a walk. So they they know how to do that. Nice. So we trying to get this puppy together, man. And this shit, this nigga don't be listening. This nigga done. He's doing better at pooping on the potty pad. But now we trying to, like, make him ring the bell to go outside instead of just using the potty pad. So that's all we've been doing. And it's like raising a – I ain't got no kids. But <laughs> I imagine that it's something similar Cause this nigga be up in the middle of the night whining and screaming. Oh, I can't yeah. handle that type of shit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely similar. <laughs> hey, that's all I've been on. Yeah, my week was was the same. I uh, just worked. Um, my daughter today turns the big fourteen, so hey. today is my oldest's uh 14th birthday so she she has some scene 75 activities going on and probably head over to nana's house for mac mac and cheese and birthday cake that's all they ever want um but uh, other than that yeah it was just work um getting ready to uh, dj next weekend in columbus next saturday i'm doing a 40th birthday party up there um i got cleveland on sunday doing a 40th birthday party up there and then traveling next Monday to Puerto Rico 
for mm. a uh, February second two two twenty two wedding. So, so it's uh, Ain't that a that, Super Bowl weekend or the, the Super Bowl? Nah, after that? Super, Super Bowl falls yeah. Valentine's Day weekend, so it's Super Bowl on Sunday, Valentine's Day on Monday. So, getting prepared edible wise for that is a uh, is a nutshell. So we we ordering by the by the commas, if you know what I mean, by the thousands, uh, ordering supplies and vases and this, that, and the third, getting ready for one of our bigger times of the year. So just uh, just getting ready for all that and DJing about to kick off. And, oh, booked another pretty big wedding over the, over the week. So um, it comes with a comma. So those are always nice to get. Mm. Victory. So, I do I do want to rewind though, Killer, because you said next Sunday you got a birthday party to DJ. Uh, yeah. You know a, an important game goes down next week, right? Yeah, and to throw even more sauce on it, traveling to Puerto Rico right now requires a negative COVID test 48 hours upon arrival. Uh-oh. 48 hours or less. So I have to go. I have one scheduled in some random town in CVS that I got to squeeze in from traveling from Columbus to Cleveland to get this COVID test to be able to pray to God it's negative. Right. To be able to travel Monday to Puerto Rico. So do you have any type of uh, insurance backup? Uh, in what regard? Like I have insurance, yes, but that ain't gonna help me get to Puerto Rico. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what's it? What's it? What's it gonna be? Let's if it's positive. What's the next move? Just letting them know. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so I am also uh, in the wedding as well. So I am close with the party. So. Um, it is a bunch of uh, they gotta do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? They have mm-hmm. to test before travel, so they gotta pray to God that it, both of them can show up to their own shit, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, so all the family, everybody has to get those tests. It has to be has to be within 48 hours. So traveling there Monday, I gotta get it Saturday or Sunday. So gotta do the rapid test, gotta get the results. Um, don't want to have to, you don't want to, don't want to have to fight with having to find do I do I just keep taking rapids until I get a negative? Like is that a is that a possibility? Is that a chance? You know what I'm saying? Like have I had it and without asymptomatic? Cause everybody that I know has been a little sniffly or coffee or down for a couple of days at some point over the last few months. So it is stressful, but uh uh all I can do is just try to get there. So that's that's what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, man. So the Bengals playing the AFC Championship uh, next Sunday at three o'clock. What time is this birthday party you DJing? So I don't DJ that event until it's a late one. No, wait, wait, that's the wrong date. Uh, yes, this one is from seven to eleven. Are you good money then? Yeah, so I should be able to travel from Columbus, get there, get settled in the room, um, preferably go set up prior to three thirty, and then soon as the game ends, get down there for the for the gig. So yeah, should work be, out perfect. 
you'll you'll either be real happy or pissed off. <laughs> either way, alcohol will be involved. That <laughs> That's what's up. So I do want to switch topics to uh, the voting rights. Voting rights have been a hot button issue. It's always a hot button issue. I can't front like it hasn't always been. But, uh, you know, things didn't go the way that the Democratic Party wanted. Uh, a lot of voting rights have been dialed back a tad in a lot of different states and everything like that. That went down, what, on Wednesday or Thursday? And mm-hmm. people are just like, eh, oh, well. People think that shit's going to be smooth sailing come primary election time and everything like that. Uh, a lot of dial back on mail-in ballots, a lot of dial back on who can vote uh, in districts, a lot of dialing back on, you know, certain felons being able to vote and everything like that. So how was y'all feeling about when that basically came out and hit the news that voting rights in a lot of different states have been pushed back? I mean, not surprised. I mean, some of this stuff is like, okay, it's pretty obvious. Y'all making it harder for certain people to, you know, make their impact. And it's like you got to sit back and just watch and whatever happens, happens. Because am I able to affect what's going on right now? No, we're we're not. We're not. We can only hold the people that we put in office accountable for it. And the people that we put in office, a.k.a. our president and his party, let us down. You know what I'm saying? He got into the seat and this is one of the things that he ran on and one of the things that he said he was going to make happen. And he failed to make it happen, just like the George Floyd uh, Police Act failed to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Student loan debt being eliminated up to a certain amount failed right. to make that happen. So it's a lot of failures on this party. And I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, yeah, man, uh, a lot of people just didn't vote for him because they didn't want to see Trump in office. But that may be true. But still, you ran on a platform. And let's be clear, Joe Biden is in office because of the black vote. So you didn't do anything to continue to get the black vote. You just basically sat on your hands and this shit happened on your watch. So now what? We're going to have to be the ones suffering the consequences because Biden owed his shit. And for me, it's always, you know, we've seen it in history that when these things go into place, it always affects a certain people by how other laws are in place. So right. because of because of the fact that they have restricted voting how they have, there already were conversations that, you know, people with felonies, they get in this twisted illusion or not illusion, but twisted just reality of of uh can they vote, can they not in certain places. Then you have uh poverty-stricken African-Americans and just lower-income people and people that have just struggled. Some of those people don't even have state or federal issue IDs to go vote. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of these effects and, and uh, cause and effects that the government puts into place ultimately hinder one certain group the most, and that's usually us. So, I mean, it's always just the cover-up for the next um, I watched those Emmett Till docs over the last few weeks, mm. and um, a, a lot, of, a lot of the, a lot of that story uh, gets into just 
what you know some a lot of these laws come from those that time and space some of these the jim crow era laws and uh it's it just it just it's been our un, undeniable reality decade after decade and it's something that unfortunately we got to do we we deal with time and time just another another trying to set back on a certain group of people Shit is sad, bro. Shit is sad. And yeah, the simple fact that, you know, we put these people in the office and they always making backdoor deals and every bill has some thumbs up to it and some downside to it as well. And we as the people, you know, we got a billion things going on in our lives with, you know, working jobs, killers, like you said, you raising kids and everything like that. You can't mm-hmm possibly be up to date on every single bill that's being voted on. You know what I'm saying? That's not your job. Your job is mm-hmm. to hold them accountable. The people in the office, we want them to do what's right for us as the people, and they just don't. They just don't. So when people don't feel like their vote counts, this is what they're talking about. This is how they feel. So I can't tell somebody like, oh man, go out there and vote. Go out there and vote, because their rebuttal is going to be for what? Just because mm-hmm. so this person won't get in, how is that directly going to affect my life? So I'm going to go vote. I'm going to still do my do my part. But yeah. I can't get mad at people that don't because look at what happened. Look what continually mm-hmm. happens over and over again. And best believe next presidential election, we need the biggest voter turnout of, of all time. That's all they're going to say. We need voter turnout. But are you really educating people on the voting laws? Are you really educating people on what they're voting for, are you just looking for people to vote for you so you can get in the right. office and take those backdoor deals and get all this money on the side and be shady and everything like that, and you and your family can live this lavish lifestyle while the average American living paycheck to paycheck. It's just fucking foul, bro. And I think you, you said it uh, a little earlier, and I want to kind of elaborate or at least ask because, like you said, we – we're sold these dreams and promises and then you know we try to make our best decision either based on that or whatever but if you got a a candidate that's saying they're gonna do this and do that and then you vote for them for that and they don't do any of that you said to hold them accountable what what does that look like like what does that mean though hold them accountable because i hear that a lot what is oh yeah right write them a letter (laughs) (laughs) shit that that used to be able to something that people could do. That's something that citizens used to be able to do. Like they were able to, you know, what I'm saying touch and talk to their officials and everything like that, you know. But obviously in today's society, like shit doesn't happen. Like these people that we vote in the office, these politicians, they're looked at as like celebrities now. And they got all the security detail and yada yada yada. But you know, that's why these grassroots efforts you know, are out there with on social media and everything like that, that people, we put other people that have connections so they can get to talk to these people because we as regular people can't talk to them anymore. Like, you used to be an open-door policy with politicians and everything like that. That just, shit just doesn't happen anymore. So we, as a people, all we can do, at, at least in my opinion, is to voice our frustration at them on Twitter, at them on social media and everything like that and asking a billion and one questions because like for this to happen under his watch and so many other things that he 
promise that was going to happen, you didn't do your due diligence to make sure these things happen. Like, because these votes that happen in Congress, they're part of the Democratic Party. So the Republicans rarely ever vote against the Republicans, no matter how much of an asshole the president is, they're going to stick with their crew. But Democrats, they flip-flop back and forth all the time. They flip, oh, well, that part of it I believe in. That part I don't believe in. So the couple Mm -hmm. Democratic people that went the other way, those end up being the deciding votes. So a lot of these places, you're not going to be able to get that off. You're not going to be able to get that shit off the way, you know, the Democratic Party got it off in Arizona this last presidential election. And that all comes back to grease in the palms. Scratch my Mm -hmm. back, I'll scratch your back. So... You know what I'm saying? Ain't no question when these senators start moving up the chain, they did something for somebody else so they can move up the chain to have that other person in power. So it's it's fucked up. Good, man. So also, Mitch McConnell, good old Mitch McConnell, uh, the Senate Majority Leader, you know what I'm saying? He's been in the news for decades. He's also said one of his biggest goals was to make sure President Obama was a one-term president that turned out not to be true. But he also said on Thursday, African-American voters are voting at just a higher percentage as Americans. Basically separating the country again, separating black folks and white folks, African-Americans and regular Americans. Like, that type of rhetoric, dog, then that's not like a slip of the tongue. That's not like, oh, I got my words confused. He said that shit on purpose in front of the media for everybody to hear. Not everybody to hear, but everybody to hear. Shit is, shit is fucked up, yo. Yeah, man. How old is he? A hundred. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Shit like that has been happening for, you know, as long as I can remember. And I'm sure as long yeah. as y'all can remember. That's the Constitution. The Constitution said anyone that was not free was considered three-fifths of an individual. It was talking about us. Oof. So they've been they've been three-fifths in us forever. So that was just another bold comment by the uh, government showing, I mean, slip of the tongue or not, that's how you said it, brother. It came out your mouth. You know what I'm saying? And you are in a position where it shouldn't. So it just shows what it is. That's all I say. I mean, but like the whole Twitter blowing up about it, I get it. Twitter blows up about something daily. Right. But uh, like you said, like I heard Charlamagne the guy say on the radio, this ain't the first time Mitch McConnell done said some some some, some shit. You know, he been saying some shit. So it's uh just another day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Day. Something else we all got to deal with. But Kelly, you had some uh what what you had something on deck for us, man? Yeah, so I I enjoyed last week's Would You Rathers where you uh came up with some would you rather questions. So I sat back and knowing you two over the last couple of years, getting to getting to build this podcast brotherhood that we got, you know, I figured I'd come with some some would you rathers for Kevin Dizzle, y'all. Y'all, obviously, you can't beat me in the trivia shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to have y'all, you know, y'all can, y'all can feud over something a little different this week. And uh, 
There'll be no cheating involved. It will just be, would you rather? So okay, okay, I'm with. It. <laughs> I'm with it. So I got, it. I got, I got four of them. Okay. The first, the first one will be, would you rather die in the next twenty years? Dizzle, how old are you? Uh, twenty nine. So forty nine. Kev, how old are you? Forty two. So sixty two. Would you rather die in the next twenty years with no regret? Or live to a hundred with a life full of regrets. Oh hell no. Hell no. Take, <laughs> take me out young with no regrets, dog. Take me out young with no regrets. I can't be out here living with regrets, dog. That ain't the way to get down, man. Yeah. Twenty years facts, is a, facts. twenty years ain't ain't a lot, but in the when you're looking at it, I'm twenty nine. If I can get done twenty years, I feel like I can get some shit done. <laughs> <laughs> so so I agree with that, but the one thing I thought about in that statement was I am 20, I guess, one years coming up in a few weeks removed from the military or from when I signed up to be in the military. So I have mm. have lived 20 years of adulting. So yeah. to, to, uh, to, to have that on your plate as well could maybe sway some opinion. So if you, if you, you got one like listen, that's years went by, went by fast. Like you can, it yeah, was yeah, a blur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely went by fast. Year after year, just kept going. And before you knew it, twenty of them went by. That's kind of what it felt like. You know, just really, really blew by. That twenty years ago, I raised my right hand, joined the military, nineteen years old, and now I'm turning forty this summer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit. So got your answers on the first one. Number two. I like this one because I, I I know what kind of a uh, person Dizzle is. This question was for Dizzle. <laughs> Would you rather be able to speak to the animals? So no more buttons. They just tell no you what's up. <laughs> or would you want them to speak all foreign languages? So know what they say at the Chinese restaurant when you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a joke, but I ain't gonna say it for that. <laughs> I would much Don't get canceled. Speak. I know, right? I would, I would much rather speak to animals, man. Um, I'd be feeling like my dogs understand me, and my pit bull be like, she be talking, man. She knows what we saying, and we can kind of understand what she be trying to tell us. But nah, just trying to understand what they be thinking. I want to know what squirrels be thinking. I feel like yeah. squirrels is always feel, looking like they plotting on something. And if you just watch some squirrels, they be meeting up, they be running around grabbing shit like they planning on doing something, bro. So I just want to know to the animals. You'll be going 40 miles an hour down the road and a squirrel jump out in front of you and be like, I bet you won't. And then jump right. out the way. <laughs> so like, I want to know what that thought process was for sure. I'm with nah. you, Dizzle. I want the animals. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. I ain't no animal person. I don't like animals. I don't need to know nothing that they thinking. Plus, I'm allergic to damn near every animal, so I'll never be an animal owner. I would love to speak a whole bunch of foreign languages, man. To go to different countries and, you know what I'm saying, just walk in, order whatever I need to order, you know, have a conversation with whomever. I would love to know a ton of foreign languages, man. Yeah. Do you know, I, any, number, do you know Spanish? Anything? I took Spanish. Okay, okay. <laughs> I passed Spanish. That's I one thing, it, though, because uh, 
Do I know it? Absolutely not. I took about six years of Spanish, and I and I can only got the basics. I can ask to like go to the bathroom or where's the library or some shit. Like just random, <laughs> real, <laughs> real random quick, statements. Real, real quick, shout out to RDP, aka Boo That Man. Uh, he basically helped me pass Spanish at Wright State. Uh, took what was it three years of Spanish? Yeah, took three years of Spanish in three months in summer school at Wright State. <laughs> <laughs> to get my requirement, so they three you know, years I, and three months. Yeah, yeah. They, they I took Spanish one hundred and one and one hundred and two at the same time, and then took Spanish two hundred and one the second half of summer quarter. Yeah, so yeah, that's how that's how jacked up the educational system is. They let you take three years of Spanish in three months and say, yeah, you, yeah. you did good enough. Got my C up and got up out of there. Shouts out to RDP because I definitely couldn't mm-hmm. did it without. <laughs> all right number three kev this has you in mind for sure what up would you rather would you rather have free movie passes for a year or free car maintenance for a year mm. yeah now people are always gonna say i'm assuming the adulting in you would say car so see, some people might have warranties. Some people might have a newer car or they don't need much maintenance. Marvel's is coming out by the truckload. I, I just want to know. <laughs> where you at? One more time. Read the question one more time. Let me think. Read one more time. Would you rather have free movie passes for a year? Two passes for a year. Or free car maintenance for a year? You know what? I'm going to take yeah. the movie passes. I'm gonna say even, movie even with the fire stick, you got the fire stick. That's your movie pass right there. I love going to the movies, bro. I love uh, going. To the <laughs> now, if, if, if the it was for stuff. a lifetime, if it was for a lifetime, obviously the car maintenance. But for a year, just for one year, I'm gonna roll with the movie passes because obviously, knock on wood, my car has been doing solid and there's been no major issues. But if we said a lifetime, I would definitely take the maintenance on the car but one year oh, i'm good i can handle some brakes brakes ain't, <laughs> ain't nothing but like 900 bucks that ain't nothing i can handle that you know what i'm saying a little bit of uh radiator flip that ain't nothing but like 1500 but you know a lifetime of that that shit add up for shit movies for a year i'm going 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 to see spider-man multiple times i'm up in that time i'm getting the name man and I'm getting everything done in that year. <laughs> I'm gonna buy me a car, a fixer upper, and get that shit fixed in that year. Ah, that's good thinking. That's good thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that might that might be a longer ride. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Might be a longer investment. Yeah, that's for sure. And finally, would you rather lose your sight or lose your memory? Damn! Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I gotta think. Uh, I would say sight. I would, uh, you know, I've I've known some blind people and that are living fine, healthy lives, but I don't know anybody that doesn't have a memory. So but I don't know how that will be. The memories that you have thus far in your life is worth your vision moving forward. 
Yeah, fuck that. I can't give up on my memories, bro. I got too many good memories, bro. Too many great memories from my childhood. Uh, obviously, great college memories. Uh, memories of me and my wife now and everything like that. Yeah, you can take my sight. I got to have my memories, bro. Because, shoot, mm-hmm. half of the time that I'm with, you know what I'm saying, my high school homies or people I grew up with, we reminisce about things we did when we was kids. So a lot of conversations are about things that happened in the past. So I can't give up my memories. I need them. I need I'm with them. you as well. I'm with you as well. I can't see no goddamn way anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I take all the memories that I have accured uh, uh, thus far. It's in sight. Damn. This nigga <laughs> Damn, it's snowing. Ugh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, Seth, I got. I got. Yeah. I'm gonna say I got a quick one because I I know I don't know if y'all hip, but like when I was middle school, the the pop punk rock bands was hot and heavy. Are y'all hip to like the Paramours, the My Chemical Romance, Three right, like Green, Green, Green Day, with the Green Day? Okay, I'm gonna say it's Green Day in there because I am one of those. Oh, <laughs> that, that's my shit. So they got this festival uh, that's supposed to be dropping, or I'm sorry, uh, going down October 23rd. It's called the When We Were Young Festival. It started out as a one-day festival, and then folks was really going in on it, pointing out all the uh, you know logistical things that wasn't it wasn't going to work out, you know. And this is coming from the same folks that threw Astro World. So, of course, folks have something to say, but it's 65 bands. Hmm. Um, they ended up needing to make it a two-day festival just because the tickets sold out in a day. Um, but I'm trying to ask y'all, would y'all trust Live Nation so soon? Would y'all go to a Live Nation festival, you know, right on the heels of the Astro World tragedy? Absolutely. This is going to be one of the safest events ever. Mm, yeah, uh, this is going to be because they can't afford another backlash. They're exactly. going to have they're going to have tons of free water. They're going to have people walking through the audience. They're going to have medical staff walking through. They can't afford another incident like they had at Astro World. This is going to be the absolutely safest concert you've ever seen. Coachella the same way. All these big festivals they're going to be super safe. Outside of COVID, obviously, but like they're gonna put on <laughs> the best effort. They're gonna have tons of security there. These things are gonna be buttoned up after this. It's gonna be years before we see another situation that happened at Astro World. They're gonna be absolutely safe, and this is something that my little cousin would love to go to because she's a festival fanatic. So I'm sure she's probably gonna be booking her tickets. It's going down to Vegas too. Oh yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And if you if you think about it too, like these companies. Like you say, once a big worldly incident happens where it gets nation world coverage or national world coverage, um, remember the stage that collapsed, I think, in Indiana where mm-hmm. when it, it was too windy, uh, trying to do it in the storm, and they had deaths. And they had uh-huh. like five, six people get crushed by this stage and, and, and items falling. So they ain't doing concerts and storms no more. Now you don't have the the incident. These companies are now spend more in safety than they ever have before. So every concert moving forward, that will be a 
you know, a top tier, unmovable topic that must be addressed. So, like Kev said, it's going to be safer than it's ever been before outside of that damn Omarion. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this first Super Bowl after 9-11, that was probably the safest place you could be on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to make sure these events are safe. So, yeah, th- if I was into those fans and COVID wasn't going on and I was a festival head and everything like that, I would feel absolutely safe going. Okay. That, I didn't even think about it like that, but that makes sense that they're not going to make the same mistake right on the heels of all these deaths, all the backlash and lawsuits. So, yeah. Yeah. And this is a good lineup, man. I mean, I wouldn't go see this lineup, but just looking at the names, I'm like, yo, these are all the the pop punk phase, you know, the phase that I went through. I still listen to some of these songs. Do uh, we have pictures? Do we have pictures? Man, all, you've seen all my throwbacks. <laughs> I got Soldier Boy attire on, <laughs> big polos, big gas station T-shirts. <laughs> I wasn't wearing, yeah, I wasn't wearing like the black eyeliner or nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like that. I was just listening to the music, but um, bell bottom pants. No, skinny oh. jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's y'all? What's y'all dream? concert what's the dream lineup because i feel like the uh millennium tour is probably one of mine you know bow wow soldier boy yin yang twins like it had all the folks that i was listening to at the basement party so what what would be y'all uh mega festival that y'all would go to oh man listen (laughs) okay big boy and dre Outcast, like that's it. Like to be perfectly honest, if out if it's just Outcast, that's good enough for me. I could care yeah. less there. Outcast, like I may like other groups more. Like I'm a, I love the Clips and everything like that. I love the Wu Tang Clan, all that. But O U T Cast, I don't care who else is on there. Shit. <laughs> I don't care. Soldier Boy could be opening. I don't give a shit. I'll go. <laughs> Fucking is 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 Big Boy and Dre. Let's go. That's that's all I need. If yeah. Big Boy and Dre on there, I'm there. Mine would definitely be uh, a mixture of the down south era with the crunk era. That um that time and space for me. Get on my yeah, level. That. Man, I can remember clubs, like going in the clubs, knowing that when certain songs come on, 150 people going to be pushing each other for five minutes, and then nothing's going to happen. We're just going to get real violent for a second. Cause the <laughs> and just that just that whole energy, like like wishing that I could have been a DJ during that time and been in control of some of that vibe. Because some of my early 20s, my military years, you would never think that going to Oklahoma would be so fun. I was, I had, I, I can remember being 19 years old, getting told I was going to Oklahoma and not sure where it was on the map. Like I wasn't quite sure if it was above Texas or if it was one of those ones that was above, you know, in the in the line above the Kansases and, and all that. So I had to like look, but it was it was the time of my life. Um, Langston, black colleges down there, a bunch of just it's a college town. Oklahoma City is full of colleges. So just being in that same bracket of of of, of age as the people that was, you know, going to college 
And that music for me was um, amazing. You throw a little T.I. and Outkast and some of those classics from the early 2000s in there, and um, I'm gold. So that would be it for me. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get that, man, because like I said, I've, I've been able to get my Millennium Tour experience where I felt like that was a lot of my childhood. Um, mm-hmm. And that shit was lit. That shit was lit. But yeah, that's all I had, man. I'm just curious to see how this shit going to turn out. Like I said, they only had it for that uh, when we were young festival it was only a one day festival. I'm sure so many thousands of people was going. They sold out in one day and had to add on a second day uh, uh, mm-hmm. for the concert. So. How much tickets going for on the aftermarket? I don't know. I ain't look. I saw they were selling them for like uh, three, four hundred on the site, and that was for when it was a one-day festival. Uh, yeah. I didn't even look once they made it two days. Yeah, they probably into the G's. They probably into oh, yeah. the Super Bowl numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I recognize a lot of these names on here, so I know folks that was really out here listening to this is is having a ball <laughs> so general admission for day two is 391 dollars uh that's your general admission for day two and it goes up from there if this is your thing though i got pair prayer more is enough for me i fucks with Paramore. avril lavigne mm-hmm. my chemical romance taking back sunday 303. Who else I recognize on here? I saw a lot of damn bands, yo. Yeah, I was looking at that. I hate to play the judgment, <laughs> but that looked like somebody's like bumper sticker car. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I once I looked at it, looked at it, I was like, oh, these are bands and just people that's I like I I recognize a few of them. So. I think they said over 65. Ooh. Boys like girls. All American Rejects, yeah, man. I got I got a lot of them joints on the on my my pop punk playlist. Dizzle going, Dizzle going, wheels up, Dizzle. Hell nah. <laughs> Hell to the nah. Nigga, that Rona gonna be floating out there, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, shit, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. Who day? DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Go finish Ozark, nigga. It's up. It's up and it's stuck. I'm I'm with it right now. <laughs> we out till next week. Peace. Peace.